Hello and welcome to the Observatory Science Centre's podcast from Hurstman Zoo. In this episode, we meet Jeremy Harrison, the shop manager at the Observatory Science Centre. Jeremy joined the team in semi-retirement, but actually he first experienced the observatory at a very young age. Enjoy listening. Hello, my name is Jeremy Harrison and uh, I'm here at the Observatory Science Centre and I'm the shop manager. I first heard about the observatory when I was a child. My best friend was uh, uh, John Corbin and his father was Peter Corbin, who was one of the astronomers here. His father was going to bring us here on a visit, but they got packed off to South Africa before I got the chance. At that time they were looking for observatories, other observatories around the world to see whether they were better for observation than here in uh, misty Sussex. Actually, when I was 10 years old, I did actually manage to make it here. Um, it was around about the time of the moon landing, so now you know how old I am. And uh, a friend of mine and I, we cycled here from battle on our bikes, left our bikes at the gate, and we went to the Isaac Newton telescope, the big telescope that had just been built here in 1967. I don't know what we thought we were going to see or what we thought we were going to do, but we knocked on the door and a beardy man let us in with dark, uh, dark rimmed glasses and lots of hair. And uh, he took us up quite a few steps. There was a sort of a control, uh, a control centre halfway up and the telescope was sort of right near the top. And at that time, the telescope had a kind of a cage affair on the back of it. And the astronomer would sort of sit in the cage and literally ride the telescope as it was moved to different angles around the sky. So anyway, this chap grabbed um, both of us and shoved us both in at the same time. So two of us were in there at once. But of course, we could only look through the uh, viewfinder, the eyepiece, one at a time. Now we looked through, and I can't honestly say to this day what we saw. Was it dust on the mirror? Was it just specks? Was it goodness knows what? But obviously just some very tiny specks of this and that. They were looking at something very interesting to them in the night sky. But the main thing was we did it. And after a couple of minutes, uh, they pulled us back out, uh, sort of frog marched us back downstairs and told us to clear off because it was a government department. The Science Centre itself is actually an amazing site. It's located uh, directly on the Conqueror's March. Now to explain what that is, is William the Conqueror copied the Romans and he landed at Pevensey. And he wanted to find himself some high ground that was suitable so he knew that the English were coming, he knew they were coming um, from up north, so basically from Stamford Bridge. So basically he made his way to battle, which was higher ground than here. Now the Conqueror's March is the route he took. So it started at Pevensey and then passed through. And that's why the Hurstmanzoo Castle and the Hurstmanzoo Estate was actually one of the first estates gifted by uh, William to one of his uh, top knights uh, in order to reward him. So he was actually on the, on the route to battle. Now when we are here, it's interesting, we're almost down at sea level and yet we still have relatively clear skies. Um, there are problems obviously with mist and fog, but for a sea level observatory, uh, because the climatic effect of the downs uh, we're actually quite lucky the cloud actually breaks up as it goes over the site. Um, I'm here today and I can actually look out the window and I can actually see these fabulous clouds that are fairly solid coming up from the west and breaking up as they pass over the downs and giving us little pockets, little windows to the sky where we can actually uh, see the night sky uh, when the telescopes are in operation. I'd just taken redundancy from a major company. Well, I, I saw an advert in the Friday ad of all things. Um, no paper copy in those days, and uh, it seemed intriguing. I thought it was something different. Um, I did my homework, I visited the centre first, had a good look round, 
um, checked out the shop in particular and tried to work out how I would um, change it or what I would do differently. And then I came back from the interview and was delighted to actually get the job. Um, it's different. I mean, working for a major company, all the time you're trying to satisfy the shareholders. Everything's for the shareholders. Make sure this is right for the profits. This is right for the bottom line. Here, dividends are paid in happiness, families. Families sitting on the grass laughing, uh, children playing with the exhibits, um, people being competitive, trying to outdo each other. Oh, I can do this quicker than you, or I can do this better than you. And it's the whole environment with this fantastic landscape, the amazing architecture. It just makes it so different to work in. Well, I do have interests away from the observatory, which are sort of slightly different to here. Um, we've got a huge games room of all things, and uh, in there we've got uh, pinball and uh, a couple of fruit machines and things like that. And quite a lot of it's vintage, and it kind of reflects the, the centre itself. Um, the pinball machine, it doesn't, but it looks as though it's got fins on it. Um, the um, one of the one-armed bandits is, is sort of uh, uh, rounded and uh, looks a bit like one of the domes. Everything was a bit space age in those days and it kind of links through. Uh, really sort of quite interesting and you sort of see it every day when you come here. Now during lockdown things have been quite different. Um, I'm fortunate to live on a high ridge which is uh, just up the road from here um, and we're under what I think the um, term is the Mayfield stack. Um, and that's where the planes go round and round the cross-in-hand transmitter while they're waiting to drop into Gatwick. But of course they did, but they don't necessarily now. And the night times are much quieter and the flashing lights aren't there. Apart from the beacon on the, um, on the television transmitter, it's very, very dark. So with a pair of binoculars and an app, because that's all, <laughs> all I've got, the app is because of my slight lack of knowledge and the binoculars is because perhaps I'm too mean to buy a telescope. But uh, it gives a fantastic view from there. You can identify and you can see the, the fantastic night sky. And it's literally on the side of the fantastic night sky we've got here at the observatory. Um, and can, you can see here through the giant telescopes. Right, well obviously at the observatory we, uh, we, we do other things apart from necessarily looking at the night sky. We've had a lot of fun over the years. We've done murder mysteries and things like that. And I do things in my personal life as well in that nature. We've got a pantomime uh, that we do in the local village, uh, narrated by Tom Baker by the way, that's a, a space link there. But um, the pantomime is usually very good, it hasn't happened during lockdown. Uh, we were thinking of doing it on Zoom and then we thought rather hard perhaps how to make money out of that. But um, this next year is currently in writing and we think it will be done as a Zoom meeting. I mean we'll be there holding up picture frames um, and every now and again somebody will be on mute every now and again somebody's screen will go black, uh, every now and again somebody will disappear altogether because of the internet connection and it'll just bring to life what we've been experiencing over these last nine months. O over the last year um, obviously things have been quite challenging here but I'm really looking forward to the the future, the immediate future. We'll be opening back up, um, a whole lot of new exciting things to sell in the shop and the whole thing will get started again. And I think there's a keenness among the general public and among ourselves to get back to it, to start seeing the night sky again, to start experiencing science hands-on, as you can here, and just thoroughly enjoying ourselves and have a coffee. At night here, it's, it's really quite a dark sky sight, surprisingly so because of the fact that we are quite close to some towns. Uh, there's some very cleverly planted trees back in the days when it was an observatory, um, and those trees literally drop us into a dark box. Now the lovely clear night skies because of the cloud break up over the downs 
is helpful as well. And this is why they chose to put such an important observatory, because it was important um, at the time. Now, when I, when I first came here, uh, I wasn't sure necessarily how long I would actually stay. But that 10-year-old boy is still there somewhere. And I'm still inspired by the place. I mean, the Isaac Newton telescope has gone to La Palma, but the dome is still there. And the mirror is just outside the shop. So when I come in in the morning and I can see that massive 98-inch mirror just sitting there, I think of the day that I did go, or the evening rather, that I did go, and I did actually look through that telescope. And actually when you're here on site, it's quite interesting to see the seasons as well and see the, see the way the site changes through the year. Um, the lilies on the pond are just coming up now. Um, the leaves are there, obviously the blooms are nowhere near yet, but you just know that the cycle has restarted. So COVID or no COVID or lockdown or no lockdown, everything is still going on here in this fantastic site in Sussex. And it will all start again. We will be back again and it will be just as it was. It's been an uncanny experience to actually be on site with no people. Um, the building itself sort of has a certain energy of its own. It's very quiet, but there are strange noises. It's very large, and yet you know almost every part of it. It faces exactly north, south, east and west. It's geometric, the way that it's placed here. And yet it's artistic, it's curving, and it blends in with the sky. Um, the only thing it needs now is people. Well, this was my podcast, and thank you all very much indeed for listening. And if you ever get the chance, do come to the centre. We hope you've enjoyed listening to our podcast with Jeremy Harrison. If you'd like to find out more about the Observatory Science Centre, then head to the website www.the-observatory.org. Thanks for listening. Until next time.